Okay, welcome everybody. Welcome back to Maxwell High School's uh, second podcast. Um, our last one was highly successful. Um, it's had a huge uh, listenership and uh, we're very excited about its popularity and um, you know, we hope that this one uh, contains maybe a little bit more information as well as some uh, banter between our participants today. So welcome back everybody and again I've got our anonymous student, um, Elliot. Hello everyone, it's a pleasure to be back. And also joining us today, uh, we've got our principal Erica Lyon on the remote service. Good morning everyone. Hi Pete, hi Elliot, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, I'm great as well, thanks. Um, I, last time we, we started our podcast and we just got into it and we were quite excited by some uh, expensive equipment that's been provided to us by uh, Road Australia. Um, Road must do a lot of uh, audio engineering stuff because they sent us up a Rodecaster Pro and a couple of microphones and headphones and all the kit that we need to make podcasts. Uh, they sent it sent this to the school as a gift, and uh, we're hoping to be able to use it to its full extent. It's got so many features that um, I'm struggling to work them all out, but it does seem to make us sound much better than it should under normal circumstances. So we're really stoked um, with a gift from Rode, and hopefully as we go forward, students will have a chance. What do you think, Elliot? Uh, possibly. Uh, possibly a good idea. Are you finding it easy to use? Yeah, as far as a novice goes, it's very easy to use. Yeah, rightio. So as I said, we're really grateful, and I think it makes us sound good. Definitely does make us sound better than we are. You've listened to one of our podcasts, uh, Mrs. Lyon. What do you think? Does it make us sound good? Definitely. Very professional. And I'd also like to thank Road for um, giving us this opportunity as well. And uh, I can see a lot of opportunities for our students moving forward to to use this equipment. So thank you very much again, Road. Yeah, Elliot and myself were having a bit of a chat the other day about what sort of things we might be able to do with this sort of kit um, as we go forward and... I don't know, I'd, I'd really like to see something regular from our students in a, in a Maxwell High School podcast. What, Elliot, are you up for that? I mean, it's an idea, but it sounds like it could be a lot of work, so it might require a bit more of a team's effort. Yeah, right, yeah. You'll be able to wrangle together a team. I mean, I might be able to. <laughs> well, well, we'll see how we go with that. All right, so we're getting towards the end of the school holidays, which has been, for me, very much a stay-at-home affair. We did have plans, didn't we, Elliot? Yeah, we were planning to go up Queensland, go for a fish. So what have we done instead? Stayed at home, gone for a fish. One of the virtues of living where we do is that we have that capacity. Erica, what have you been up to over the holidays? Uh, it's been a very quiet holiday for me and very non-eventful, which is, um, can I say from a principal's point of view, very nice. Very quiet, um, stay-at-home affair as well. Um, lots of gardening and enjoying the sunshine. Excellent. Oh, well, it sounds like we've all had a very much stay-at-home, uh, a very much stay-at-home affair. So I guess with the end of the school holidays coming up, it leads us into the next phase of what we want to talk about. What's happening um, when we go back to term, uh, go back to school next term, which is only a matter of days away when we record this? Um, there's Lots of conjecture and uh, been lots of discussion in the media and 
uh, I guess, um, Erica, you've been all over it with the, the uh, department and the principals network um, giving you all the information that we need to get the school ready. So can you perhaps um, give our listeners a bit of an idea of where we're at and where we're kicking off? Yes, it certainly, um, I think Tuesday morning was when the Premier made the decision to bring schools um, back, I think, from week three. They have given us an extra couple of staff development days at the start of the term, and they have been gazetted as pupil-free days. So that's really important because, again, this has been another change completely from um, the messaging that we were being given at the, towards the end of last term. So we've got Monday and Tuesday next week as staff development days, which will be pupil-free. From Wednesday the 29th of April, we will return to the remote learning as we were doing at the end of last term. So that means that students, uh, we've given out a simplified timetable as well to all of our students and parents at the end of last term to try and make this new space a little bit easier for everyone to work through. So that was particularly for our junior students. Our senior students, most of them are in fairly close contact with their teachers. So I've basically said that that should continue. Um, a lot of them were very happy about the way that um, they were making contact with their students and being able to actually go through the work. And, and the feedback that I've had so far is that there are still a number of staff and students, as I said, our seniors who have um, been in contact during the, the holidays. So from... So those two weeks, again, the idea is that it is essential worker um, students that are at school. So it's not everyone coming back to school. There will still be minimal supervision. It is also a time for us to complete units of work that were perhaps done under that remote uh, framework, um, which, which staff worked incredibly hard at the end of last term to actually yeah, to get up and running. I was, I was going to say that, you know, that there was a tumultuous change at the end of last term and um, it was quite amazing to see the way that uh, staff uh, were engaging with um, new technologies to allow them to do this remote learning. Um, you know, it, it's been quite an eye-opener to see how uh, people have adapted to this and people have changed, uh, both um, staff as, as well as students. It's not a, certainly not a one-way street. And then, you know, not forgetting parents, what they've, what they've had to do as well. So. Exactly. I think this has been a massive learning curve for all of us. And um, I'll start with the staff and just say how proud I am of everyone here watching the way that they collaborated together to help each other learn. Obviously, there was already some expertise within the school on some form of online learning and to actually watch everyone work together, see how proud some of our staff were on, on the gains that they had made in a very, very short period of time um, to get these units of work up and running. And also to figure out assessment, um, what all that was going to look like for students, um, how we're actually going to get some of the students that that um, didn't have access to um, technology, how we're actually going to maintain learning for those students as well. So it was, to say it was a tumultuous end would be, I think, a little bit of an understatement, but um, we got through the end of the term. I think most of us were quite exhausted, um, staff and students and parents, um, no doubt. And we're looking forward to, I guess, a little bit of continuity in that space for a few weeks 
until we then go into our next major change, which will be during week three. Ella, did you did you find that your teachers were stepping up? Oh yes, definitely. I was quite impressed with how my teachers adapted to the changes and produced us with adequate amounts of work that we could do during this tumultuous time. Stop stealing my words. <laughs> um, were you were you um, able to make contact with your teachers without too much trouble? Uh, most of my teachers were quite easy to contact throughout the whole experience. Did it have any of them surprised you in their ability to pick up and run with this new, exciting, brave new world that we're in? Yeah, maybe one. I think it was Mr. Joyce had a little bit of time adapting <laughs> to the new system. <laughs> yeah, good on you. I was right there. I was at the cutting edge, mate. Mm. All right. So um, just to refresh then, the first two days back next term, uh, so that's the Monday, Tuesday, will become staff development day. So there's there's not kids stay at home. I guess they've got two extra days of holiday as opposed to normally they'd have one. Yes. And so then after that, so from uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then into week two, um, we've then got a situation where uh, we're doing what we did at the end of last term, which is the remote learning environment. And if your, uh, your students need to come to school because you work in an essential uh, service, uh, then the school's open on a minimal supervision. Um, and can you give us a bit of uh, clarity around what the experience might be for those kids that do have to come to school. So I think I think towards the end of last term there were maybe a dozen of them, that sort of number. Um, what sort of experiences are, are they likely to have in, um, in those next two weeks that we're talking about? The idea um, um, from the department and, and what we have been working towards is having one unit of work, not doing face-to-face -face teaching for some students and online learning for other students. So it... It will continue with that one unit of work that has been developed by the teachers. So whether you're at school or whether you're at home, you'll be doing the same work. The students at school will be, <clears throat> pardon me, supervised under the um, same situation, the same social distancing that we have had in place for a long period of time. So there will be uh, a maximum of 10 students um, is the latest um, per room. Um, separated from each other and a member of staff in assisting those students um, and they will have access to technology here at school. So we are trying to confine the spaces within the school that the students are in at the moment um, so that we can have those spaces cleaned appropriately at the end of um, or, um, at the end of the day at the moment. Yeah. Um, but that will change um, as I'll explain a little bit later as well. Um, so those students there, will, yes, will get the assistance, but teachers are still um, online with their students. With the timetable that went out at the end of last term, yep. we've said to parents that, um, for example, if Year 7 have science on that timetable during one of those sessions, then there will be science staff available to assist students online. Okay. We've also put, um, sorry, we've also put roll call into that scenario as well to try and we still have to keep up um, attendance yeah. figures to the department and that was one of the the issues that we had last term so we have asked that um, our students actually log into their google classroom i think there's a question there in some cases or there will be an actual spot for them to tick their tick name box, yeah. and then as they tick their email address comes up so we know it's that actual student excellent so they can't tick in for somebody else no uh, elliot i was just wondering mm. your uh, mother yes 
she's employed in an essential service. Yes, she is. Um, are you going to go to school for those two weeks and be supervised or, or are you going to stay and, and learn, re- learn remotely? I'm probably going to learn remotely for my own personal safety. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> um, anyway, miss, I was just wondering... If any of this stuff changes, which I'm on the impression it changes regularly, where can parents and students find this information? For instance, like, is the Facebook page going to be more active? Yes, I've already put something out on Facebook. It's also up on our school website, and we emailed um, the information out to parents yesterday as well. Um, we did have a slight glitch with our email system from Central, <laughs> and that's been overcome. So, um, yes, as soon as as soon as anything changes, as soon as we've got... Um, any further information that we can give to parents. They're the three areas that um, we um, have been using in the past to get our messaging out. So, again, the school Facebook page, the school website, and then um, we email out to all of our parents as well. I guess emails become quite important. Elliot, I'm going to put you on the spot. Seriously, do you check your school email regularly? I do. In this, I didn't used to, but now it's kind of important that I do. Yeah, and I think... I mean, that's a really good message that, that students and parents, particularly students, I guess, as we go into a remote area or a remote teaching environment, students really need to check their emails. <laughs> yeah, it's quite how, important. How, just how hard is it? To check your emails? Not that hard. Also, it can be very difficult depending on your mood. Depending on your mood, yeah, right. That's a good little writer there, I guess. But I think we, we need to clarify it's actually the Department of Education email address, not yeah. your personal email. So I yeah, know some right. of our stu- senior students have their own personal email, but we send our information out through the department Look, email. And if, if, you, if you're really not sure on how to get to your department email, it's pretty straightforward. If you just plug into Google uh, DET portal, uh, it will almost certainly come up, I think, the first the first time – the first link in the Google results will be the Department of Education's portal and you click there and there's a login button and, and away you go and that's how you get your student email. Um, it's pretty straightforward, really. Yeah, so, and our, our year advisors have been contacting um, their students as well as well as many um, classroom teachers just to um, touch base either with parents or with students um, through a phone call just to see how they're going and if there are any issues and... A few that we did identify at the end of last term, we've been able to um, rectify those those issues for the vast majority of those students. I know for my senior students, and 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 you know some teachers are doing things slightly differently with their classes, but I know with my senior students, I uh, signed up to a spam SMS service last term, and so that I can just spam them SMS messages as much as I want. Or as much as I'm prepared to spend. Would you like to like, does that? Does that sort of service sound appealing to you, Elliot? Um, no, especially not if you're in charge of it. <laughs> yeah, fair call. Um, but I think and, I think my students sorry. are really excited. I'm sure they were, Mr. <laughs> Joyce. Um, can I say also with our senior students, there have been um, there's been some concern around major projects. I know the teachers within the TAS department in particular have offered their students to come in and actually continue to work on their um, major projects. And again, within those guidelines of social distancing, we do have sanitizer here at school. Um, we do have um, opportunities for students to actually wash their hands on a regular yeah. basis, et cetera, et cetera. So. And my understanding is that we will have a delivery commensurate with the size of our school turning up next week with extra 
toilet paper, um, paper towel, uh, hand sanitizer. Fantastic. Um, we can we can all hold on, and we when can, we get to school, we can, we can rest can, easy. Yeah, no, no, it's going to be clean at school. We can, we can relax when we get to school, knowing that anything we need to do can be taken care of. That's great news. Mm-hmm. I, I think what we've done is we've pretty much wrapped up the first two weeks, which is essentially more of the same. Um, hopefully, yes. we, hopefully we'll be a little bit more refined. We'll know a little bit more about what, what we're doing, uh, and people will be a bit more on top of it. Um, where does that take us after the first two weeks? That brings us back to, to uh, week three, which is May the eleventh. Um, so, so from May the eleventh, we 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 do we all show back up at school? Does Elliot come to school on May the eleventh? Do you know Elliot? I do not know. No. We're finalising the timetable. The department, and again, I've had two meetings this week with the uh, Mark Scott, the Secretary of the Department of Education, to actually give us, as principal, some clarity around um, expectations moving forward. And basically it is that um, students will be encouraged to come to school on for one day per week to have some face-to-face time with um, teachers to assist them again in the units of work that they have been working on. Part of the work on the staff development days will be um, us as staff actually trying to figure out what things might look like moving forward because again we don't know how long this one day a week will be. The roster that I have proposed at the moment through meeting with the school executive and, and sending out drafts to them is that our senior students will actually have a day dedicated to senior students, as well as two other days in the week, um, another day for year 12 and another day for year 11, um, with some of those teachers that they haven't been able to connect with on their particular day, because all staff um, won't be at school all the time, because the biggest risk um, continues to be adult to adult um, transmission of the disease. So that's the, the other part of the equation that um, I need to keep in mind as we move forward into this space. Um, obviously, the, the um, number of transmissions within the community is dropping significantly, but I don't, I guess I've always got to keep the safety of both students and staff um, in mind at all times. So there will be an opportunity for our, our seniors, they're a priority, particularly year 12. Yeah. Um, to make sure that they get as much contact with their teachers. I'll also be suggesting to our senior students that our senior mentor teacher is available in the library um, five days a week and students can also come in and get some support there if necessary or contact the senior mentor teacher. So we're really trying to wrap around that support for our senior students that um, I'm actually quite proud of that we offer at Maxwell High School. Um, yeah, miss, I was just wondering, as a senior student, what are these class, like these days going to look like? Are we just going to go around to each teachers, asking them what we don't know about the remote learning, or is it going to be a bit more structured and like kind of a little bit more back normal, to normality? Yeah, normal timetable on yeah. those days. Yeah, I was just wondering what it's going to look like after. It, so it won't be a normal timetable because we will be working on those three sessions in the day. I have put out a draft timetable around our seniors so that... Um, you get an opportunity to, obviously English is compulsory, so there is an English session available to both year 11 and 12. Then we've given time for those other faculties, so a session, effectively a double period, to work through 
some of the, the work that you have been um, going through remotely because most of that work um, should follow through with what you're doing in your syllabus um, anyway. Again, I guess until we get into that space and trial it for the first week, we might figure out that that isn't the way that it will work for us. Um, and then we'll, again, flexibility will be yeah. key. But we are looking at trying to give our senior students in particular every opportunity or more opportunities than the one day per week that has been sort of put forward by the government um, to actually access their teachers and, and get a little bit more of that face-to-face -face time. I, I guess this, this whole this whole situation, um, the whole uh, coronavirus, COVID-19 outbreak has been uh, one of uh fluidity and uh, community flexibility and and I guess uh, a, a generally accepted acknowledgement that we're, we're kind of looking after each other in this in this situation it's not about sort of you know me 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 it's about us uh, making sure that um, as a nation we we come through this uh, as effectively and and uh, collectively as possible together and you know Obviously, the federal government's doing all sorts of things to support people who have um, you know, lost their jobs, and, and, and you know it's just a horrible situation for those families that I, I feel really strongly for. But I think that um, you know one of the things that perhaps has come out of this crisis as much as any is is an Australian uh, ability to adapt um, to change and and adapt quickly and on the fly. And I guess if we keep hold of those kind of values going forward then okay uh you know if if you can't if it comes to you know next friday or, or or the friday of week two and and all of a sudden you know there's an announcement that we've got to go back into lockdown because something's gone haywire with our plans then you know it's just flexible we we roll with the punches i guess very much so and that's i guess um for me as a principal at the moment is actually trying to have about if you like, three or four plans on the go. Yeah. Um, as I said, my, my focus um, is very strongly with Year 12. It's such an important year for those students and I know the stress that, that Year 12 are, are under in normal circumstances. Um, I can I certainly feel for them in this particular situation and I, we want to make this that they feel that they get an HSC that they have value to and that we certainly try to give them an HSC that, that they value as well. Um, and support them in doing that. Again, for Year 11, um, probably, hopefully, you know, this can't go on forever. It may go on for a long time, but I guess we've got a little bit more time to work through perhaps some of the idiosyncrasies or some of the, um, it might be some practical work or something like that that we've missed out on that you would normally do in Year 11. Well, we might have to put that off until later in the year or early next year to, for that, some of those learning experiences. So I think... Again, if I can say how proud I am of the staff in actually looking at the syllabus document and actually looking at ways that they can um, manipulate that document so that they can actually offer online learning and, and it is about learning um, for our students so that they can actually get the education that they need. And that certainly doesn't mean that Year 7 to 10 are forgotten by any stretch. Um, and so we will have to. We do um, have a bit of a focus, though. Very much so. Ellie, very you'd be so. you'd be pleased to hear there's a bit of a focus on seniors. Yeah, it is a bit of a relief knowing that we're not like 
being shunted to the side in order to get junior education. But <laughs> Poor juniors. Yeah. I'm going to talk to some junior students <laughs> next week. <laughs> I'm cool with that. But <laughs> bef- before we head off with the podcast, Miss, I just want to say something, and I'm sure all junior sh- all students are wondering this. What are lunchtime going to be looking like? Again, really good question. <laughs> yeah, sorry, he, oh, he would oh, be the one to ask this mm. question. I have to, he'd be one of the canteen's best um, <coughs> customers. Uh, yeah, the best customer for I sure. Should, He's down should there. get a gold card. Although you're always down there at the end looking for the bargains. I've watched, I've seen you do it many times. <laughs> Look, our canteen unfortunately remains closed at the moment. Um, I ha- am having a meeting with the PNC. And also some of our hospitality students, this might be a way that they can actually do some of the competencies that they need yeah, for their um, their course that they might be able to sorry, provide. Sorry, just, um, just stopping you there. Sorry. Are, are we going to be eating food prepared by hospitality students? You don't have to. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not saying this in a critical <laughs> sense at all. This is a great idea. They make it's, some of the – they make some cracking stuff out of that little cafe. Again, it's a possibility because yeah. we're, we're looking at, particularly over the next couple of weeks when we're not expecting to have many students, the canteen is, is um, quite rightly is something that needs to make money. There yeah. are wages to be paid, et cetera, et cetera. So we need to come up with a compromise between um, costs and, and running the canteen. As I said, we were looking at, um, I was in discussions um, with Mrs Alchin around, is this a way that we can actually look at uh, a way of supporting those vet students to get the competencies that they need in their course, as well as providing a service to the school. So, um, again, until I have that meeting with um, the PNC people involved, it's going to be a little bit difficult for me to um, to give a definitive answer. But effectively, for the next two weeks, um, the canteen is closed, and we will send out some more messaging, um, probably yeah. in week week two. Um, hopefully I'll have a few more answers at that point in time on what the canteen is going to look like. It may be that we will have an opportunity for students to get food, but it will um, only be able to be ordered rather than just rock up to the canteen and say, I'll have this, that or the other, so that we can actually just produce the food that we need to on the day. Cool. All right. So So you will get fed, Elliot, at some stage um, in some way, shape or form. Yeah, that'd be all you'd like to hear. He'll be he'll be definitely at school. It's probably a good thing there's no canteen going for the first two weeks because mm. he'd be he'd be in there. Sure. Yeah, for sure. All right. Look, I think we've we, we've covered everything that I think we we needed to cover to um, get us back to school uh, in term three. Uh, a bit of a two. staggered term two, two far six. out. Term three. Let's hope. Let's let's hope by term three it's normal. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely normality by term three, please. <laughs> Oh, please, yeah, it'd be really good. So, so we've we've got ourselves started into term two, couple of couple of extra days holiday for uh, students while staff go and get prepared. Two weeks of uh, remote learning, vis a vis the um, the timetable uh, that's been distributed to parents and students. Students check your emails, make connections with your uh, with your um, teachers as best you can, uh, and as frequently as you can. And so, so then coming the roll call first thing yep, in the morning. Yeah, roll call first thing now, and then uh, coming into uh, week three, uh, we're looking at uh, staggered starts. You're going to get information about which year group comes in on which days. That's coming, um, and uh, in in 
from week three onwards, I guess we gradually worked back towards some sort of semblance of normality for uh, the school and um, you know day to day operation. And those sort of what happens beyond week three and what the time frame is beyond week three really, again, will be at the yeah. discretion of politicians, the chief medical officer and the department on what things are yeah. going to look like. I don't believe that term two will be a completely normal term by any stretch, but I'm hoping that, fingers crossed, that we can head into some sort of normality, um, particularly towards the end of the term. Okay. Mm. That's some really good information that we might want to call the podcast here. Yeah, I reckon we've probably gone for long enough, but we've got everything out that we needed to get out. We've told people what's going on. and um, Hopefully we can, um, you know, get ourselves settled into a routine and work forward from there. So uh, thank you very much, Mrs. Lyon, for joining Not us. Thank you. Thank you, Elliot. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. And um, the goal is to... Uh, try and deliver a podcast uh, with an interview from one of our school community uh, every week. And so um, uh, those people out there listening should look forward to a phone call or a Teams hookup and uh, some interrogation by myself and probably our anonymous student, Elliot. So thank you very much for listening and um, hopefully you'll enjoy this and be back again.